Good morning, role players. Sorry for the late edition. Also, hey, it's coming out on Wednesday today, and I forgot to tell everybody that the last episode. I'm moving to Wednesdays. I told everybody on my Discord channel, but uh, I forgot to bring it up here. I'm moving to Wednesdays because uh, Sundays are the only days I really get to spend time with my son. He's off of school, and I'm out of work normally. And I would like to just spend all that time with him instead of worrying about putting up together the podcast and trying to get that ready for Monday. Uh, and so instead, I decided to move it to Wednesdays so that I could work on it on Tuesdays while my son is at school. And I don't have to fret none. I don't have to worry about trying to get this thing out the door ASAP as fast as I can. Let's see. Today we're talking to a cosplayer named Voice Shift, a very, very cool person. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, during the interview, during the conversation, there was a bit of a glitch in the audio. I tried my best to fix it where I could um, with the tools that I have. I think I did a pretty good job, uh, but it does get robotic at one point, and I apologize for that. Anyways, enjoy. Anyways, so sorry. I don't mean to talk about my nerdy <laughs> Discord shit. How no, you no, doing? It's all good. I, I'm doing well. Doing well. Just uh, kind of going about my weekend, uh, spending time with uh, my family, and uh, yeah, work. Uh, yeah. Little little side job. I, I have a regular nine to five job uh, as a, a technician, engineering technician, mm -hmm. and uh, the side job uh, I work for my dad i guess and he pays me to help him put up signs on the side of the highway hell yeah that's pretty really, cool really random but like just taking wood and bricks and stuff out there building up signs so he can sell them for his business oh that's you know that's pretty cool i i can always appreciate a family business yeah it's uh it, it's come a long way in the terms of uh family business type stuff but uh yeah mm -hmm. it's uh keeps uh, uh put some extra po uh coin in my pocket we'll say mm -hmm. well so that's hey guess what we're go i'm gonna use that <laughs> as a segue that's, all right um that's well having a regular nine to five must be really good for for your hobby and one of the reasons one of the reasons i asked you to come on the show is because of your cosplaying ability which yes. is incredibly good oh thank you i <laughs> appreciate it it's always uh, nice to hear and like how do you have time to put together costumes? How do you have time to do any of that? Oh my god. Uh, we'll say now. How do you that... have the money? <laughs> the money. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, I started off uh, basically when I was single after uh, got my first place uh, uh -huh. on my own and uh, getting a job pretty much out of college, uh, engineering pays fairly well so uh was able to get a nice place and uh just kind of decided to do it um over the years i've kind of looked at the uh the cost and uh effect of the costumes and have definitely reduced some of the spending because it's in a way it's kind of a disposable hobby like so, sometimes uh, like you'll you'll get costumes you want to keep around forever and upgrade and always wear, mm -hmm. but um, I've found myself 
throwing out some over the years really like, it, yeah it's really weird it's like a bit of a storage issue but almost like a creative issue as well so like i'll wear it i'll prepare it for a convention or something and then i'll get back to it after the convention after wearing it it's like okay well i didn't like this part uh this could have been tighter uh the painting was off here things are starting to peel crack you know what i can do this better next time if i like you know what? I'll I'll upgrade it. I'll do a whole new suit, a whole new version, and uh, it will be better than this one. So it kind of like sits the wayside for a few years, and it's like, do I really need to keep this? I have sold a few. Um, glad that they've gone off to to somebody else, but it's um, yeah, it, it's kind of like picking characters that you like that mm -hmm. will stick with you, and sometimes they don't stick with you for very long. Yeah, so, for, well, one of the things, first off, your Zero costume, ballin'. <laughs> I love your Zero outfit. I think it is so cool. Thank you. That's actually one of the ones, like, I wish I could upgrade uh, and still plan to do at some point, but I've hung on to for all these years. I've got a, uh, a shelf in my basement with uh, all the helmets that I've made over the years, so Zero, uh, Boom, also from Borderlands, uh, Master Chief uh what else i could just pop over um <laughs> it's uh it, it's a few and like the helmets i i always keep like some sort of memento from even the ones that i i throw away so one year i did commander shepherd from mass effect uh looking back now it was uh like my third cosplay and i put a ton of work into it it looked it looked good but it's kind of like that um uh artist critique look you look back on your old work and you kind of cringe at it it's like uh dude. oh no i get <laughs> that no, i fucking get that a lot yeah so that one there i cut out the um the n7 badge and posted it up on my wall so, so some little trophies i guess of the the fallen cosplays <laughs> well so the thing i wanted to really kind of get into uh, and i want to i've always okay I wanted to ask, because I used to ask this question a lot to cosplayers, but sure. I don't know if it still applies. Because uh, it's been quite a while since i talked to a cosplayer. Um, and that is, I've always found that the idea of wearing a costume or cosplaying is, in its way, its own version of role-playing. Yes. And I think it is incredibly... I think that type of role-playing can be incredibly beneficial to people. Absolutely. It is, wow, yeah, you can, it, it is definitely a form of roleplay. It is a, like, well, live action roleplay, impromptu roleplay, uh, like, going to a convention. Yeah, um, and I, so, I'll say, I like LARPing, okay? Everybody out there, I like <laughs> yeah. it, all right? I don't do it often, and I realize I just really want to hit people with swords, but I like it. Leave me alone. Oh yeah, it looks like a ton of fun. I, I personally don't have the time investment for it. Neither do uh, I. I wish I did. To, to learn or to join. But yeah, it always looks like a blast. Just like, you know, everybody running at each other with swords. Like, that's like one step away from actual bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I can consider myself like an extrovert by necessity yeah uh like i fairly introverted uh i 
kind of keep to myself. Um, uh, but keep... your love, your love for cosplay is bigger than your love for peace and quiet. Yeah, it has definitely helped me kind of reach out of that bubble and kind of experience more things. Like mm -hmm. most of my characters end up having uh, helmets. So mm -hmm. I'm literally able to hide behind the mask of the character <laughs> instead yes. of figuratively. Uh, listen, <laughs> okay, so in the, I, I roleplay in MMOs, right? Right. Uh, everyone can put that on their bingo cards. <laughs> I, I, I talked about roleplaying in MMOs again. But all of my characters have masks. I love masks as like a storytelling device. Yes. I like masks as like a way to shape the character in a way and i think masks are incredibly romantic so all of my all of my masks have or all my characters have masks on them and if i cosplay i'd have to cosplay with something with a mask absolutely i'm incredibly it's... nervous to go cosplaying the mask yes going to to conventions to to cosplay uh it's 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 such an experience there's there's a great ted talk that adam savage does uh when he does his no face cosplay and it was just a whole interactive thing oh i've and seen like, that yeah it is it is absolutely like a love letter to cosplay it's just it, it allows you to immerse yourself in that character to to go there and like even if you're not wearing a mask like you can still step behind the persona of the character that you're doing or mm -hmm. not wear a spider-man suit uh without the, the the face mask wear uh i i, I don't know like a, a store-bought costumes like it, it doesn't matter like you can go and do anything and just pretend or not to pretend to be this character you could just stand there looking awesome yeah. like there's so many ways to do it whether or not like you're keenly aware that you're hiding behind like a, another persona mm -hmm. i think cosplaying is incredibly cool it's it's tons of fun i've made some great memories uh through it some great friends uh essentially met my wife through cosplay Mm -hmm. um met some celebrities uh whoa what <laughs> hold on yeah uh <laughs> back in 2015 so i'm gonna have to preface this with uh i'm nearly 40 uh so i've been doing this for a while and i want to say my level of cosplay is probably amateur to journey whatever um so i started oh, in... really that yeah I'm gonna have to like I'm going to have to make sure I leave links for everyone to see, but they look good. Thanks. I'm uh, looking at them literally right now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I love my cosplays. I love the work that I do with them. I love uh, helping out my friends with them. My wife as well. Um, so I started back in 2009, and uh, actually, I want to say even further than that my first actual cosplay convention was anime north in toronto canada uh 2003 i went as reno uh from final fantasy 7 and cosplay like it was a thing back then but it wasn't like a big thing like i remember uh somebody uh i, I took a picture of their cosplay and their handler came up to me and gave me a business card so it had like social media links and all that for the social media that was out in 2003 uh, probably had an actual phone number on it. And I thought it was the weirdest thing. Like, okay, like some sort of business. 
or whatever. But when I decided to kind of push being, I, I want to say, more pro, uh, I went out and got those. I'm like, this isn't a bad idea at all. Like, this way I can give the cards to people and they can tag me in pictures. Um, so on the road to being, to kind of pushing my, my art, pushing that uh, cosplay aspect out, uh, I guested, I did a armor workshop for my local library, and it kind of just slowly took off from there. So the organizer for that uh, decided that he wanted to run like a full-on uh, Comic-Con. Uh, for the town and he was able to do that with support of the local library and had invited me as a cosplay guest I'm like okay sure like people can come by I'll be dressed up and we can we can shoot the shit about cosplay like whatever questions that they have that's great um I had somebody from out of town who came to see it uh, from a smaller town, they're like, yeah, I'm like a guest organizer, cosplay organizer for this convention. Uh, and, you know, it's three hours away, but like, uh, we want you to come and be a guest for it. Like, kind of like a headline, headlining guest, like, uh, okay, sure. Um, they, they actually pay, well, they didn't pay the gig per se but like they paid uh, some mileage they had a hotel room for us uh, for the weekend and i had a booth set up in another town so like i was a cosplay guest um at that convention they had uh, as their celebrity guests uh they had walter jones and marina sirtis there so the black power ranger Mm -hmm. uh, from the original Power Rangers and mm -hmm. um, Deanna Troy from TNG, Star Trek TNG. So that was that was crazy to start off with. Like, oh my god, like kind of sh sharing the same sort of like guest space with them and all that. It's like that's really cool. Um, but there was a couple other out of, out of town cosplayers that had uh, that were there as guests and. Uh, we all got to chatting. They're like, hey, we're going out Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, Walter, like, wants to go check out the town and, like, you know, we'll let you know where we guys end up. Uh, we end up and uh, you guys can meet us there. Like, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, we <laughs> end up finding, like, a small hole-in-the-wall bar that practically had nobody. Uh, my wife, a few friends, and the other cosplayers and Walter Jones just pretty much us in the bar uh just having a couple drinks partying it up and yeah just having a good old time it was great i bet man that sounds like it was a great time and you got and to think you got to this point by deciding that you're going to put on a persona and go out and just do stuff yeah like i started off uh like the very first one i not very first one the one that actually took more uh hands-on work was master chief mm -hmm. and we oh i looking... bet god that thing looks <laughs> like man. yeah it's like i want to be this imposing seven foot ish human ish uh suit of armor walking tank and i want to walk around and impress people and just people's reactions was just it was just nuts it was so much fun would i you know what i like about role, like like what about what i like about cosplaying is there's this 
so you can tell me if I'm just like coming out of left field or if this doesn't make sense to you at all. I don't think it even makes sense to me, but here I go. Sure. I think that role playing, so in role playing, there's a love for building a character. There's yes. a love for starting a character at one point and seeing them develop along. And I can only assume it's the exact same way for cosplaying when it comes to your costumes. It's, I would say it's very similar. Like, you you build them literally from the ground up, or whether you, like, actually, like, handwork everything or purchase parts. Like, either doesn't matter. It's still cosplay. But, like, the love that you put into it, the the blood, sweat, and tears you put into putting those pieces together to figuring out new techniques of how to work things like i had no idea how to work with resin and bondo but hey i learned <laughs> it just like yeah mix two things together and put it on your thing and then work on it mm -hmm. and uh yeah it turned you you wear that love for that character blatantly on your sleeves like i like master chief i think he's really cool look at me i look like him <laughs> I've been like literally quite quite literally um people who have been listening to this podcast like over the last couple of episodes there's been a lot of talk about um there's been a lot of talk about how your love for your character can come out in many different ways and how you can express your love for your character in more than just role playing them if that makes sense yes absolutely it totally makes sense to me. Sorry, like, I'm just I'm still jonesing <laughs> that you got to meet the Black Power Ranger. All right. <laughs> yeah, I he was great. Like I, I feel like I met other celebrities, but it was definitely not like cosplay related. Had to pay for some of them. But yeah, it was just such a great memory. And like, I had to. I was nerding out so hard. Uh, like I kept it in check. It's like, hey, it's really cool. Nice to meet you. That sort of thing. But you know, a couple drinks in. He actually buys us a round of shots, and he goes, hey, everybody, it's morphin' time. And I just lost it. <laughs> I absolutely lost it. I died, uh, came back, and I gushed how when I was a kid, when I would pretend to be Power Rangers, I, we, in our little group, I always wanted to be the Black Power Ranger because he was just so cool. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it's so weird gushing about that to guy who played him but yeah i did that <laughs> so and, and that's it's just so wild because again to to go back to something i was saying earlier mm -hmm. this all happened because you just decided to go and do it you just decided to yeah make a costume and go and do it and that is so tar terrifying for a good majority of role players, I want to say, um, and uh, for everybody who's a wannabe uh, cosplayer like me, like I want to be a cosplayer, it's terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so scary to just jump into it, and like with my brother's help, like we just decided that we were going to be Spartans. Like, okay, we're not just like going to do like TF two or something where we can just like get get a hard hat and a t-shirt like it's no like full sets of armor bondo resin or just okay let's do this why not <laughs> so like okay walk me through this if you don't mind sure if i wanted to start cosplaying right now like right right this very instant 
asking for a friend. How how <laughs> do you think I should start? Uh, well, you have to have the character in mind for sure. Okay, a hundred percent. Whatever that character is, uh, if it's claptrap, no, I'm joking. <laughs> not <be> claptrap. <laughs> uh, whether it's like uh something from comics, movie, TV, video games, or uh, an OC. Uh, OC obviously would require a bit more work, uh, dry designing them out, but yeah, it's kind of like breaking down what they are and applying those things to practical things, uh, I guess. So I want to say uh, certain ones like a Spider-Man suit. It's like, okay, well, like in the show, in the comics, it's a suit. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, where do I go and get a suit? Do I want to make a suit? Like, how far do I want to go with this? Also, what's your budget? <laughs> um, so something like that, you would go if the as a starter, it would probably be just to to look up online, uh, like sites that do suits. I think I'm pretty sure they're pretty detailed in measurements for for commissions, uh, though they are pricey. Um, but yeah, you would be able to obtain something like that. Uh, but if that's not uh, within the budget, you can always look at how people have done it themselves. So it's kind of like taking a step back from places that do commissions, uh, more professional dealers sort of things, and seeing how you can do that yourself. Uh, so there are a lot of cosplays that it's just like, it's found clothes. Like you go to Value Village, like you need a suit. Uh, we'll say Chainsaw Man uh, that mm -hmm. I did. Um, Wicked, by the way. Again, thank you. <laughs> very cool. It's so much fun. Uh, just so bloody and just like absurd with the chainsaws. Uh, that I was able to find patterns online because there are plenty of very uh, helpful cosplayers out there famous big name cosplayers that uh may sell patterns may sell books tutorials um and this pattern happened to be free so i was able to get the patterns to do the chainsaws out of foam mm -hmm. the head out of foam with the patterns that they provided and yeah. the rest was just clothes just like it's a, a white color shirt tie and black pants like yeah i'm kinda... looking at it it's so simple yeah so it can be really simple to really intricate. God, all of your costumes are just so cool looking. Yeah. So like over the years, it has definitely toned down with with life and kind of realizing that I've been wanting, I would want to focus more on the quality of my cosplay over the quantity because uh, during the early years or mid years of my cosplay career i guess you could call it mm -hmm. um i had done two or three a year and it was it was insane it was just like putting things together and like personally i could see a, a drop in quality for some of them so kind of decided that i wanted to take it a step further uh, and just kind of like refine techniques uh, and make something uh, a, a lot nicer, like take my time over the year uh, where my free time kind of 
dwindled. But dwindled for for good reason. Like you start to to get old, and life kind life takes over, and family and everything. And mm. I'm hoping when uh, my daughter grows up that she'll be excited to go and dress up and let daddy make her really cool costumes. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you for a fact. It's the same thing with almost any other form of role playing out there. Where like tabletops. Oh, I'm so excited for my son to get into tabletops. I really, oh, I, I really hope he likes tabletops. I'm so hoping so too that mine does. I have uh, a niece and nephew that are getting up there, uh, eight and six, and they're they're about the age to be able to start do that. I hope my brother is starting to uh, uh, do do little adventures for him for. Uh, for for D D or whatever uh, system that they choose, something simple, and I hope my daughter picks it up too, because I also BM and played have played a lot of role playing games over the years. Hmm. I mean, either like I'll be honest, if my son gets into cosplay, I'd be happy with that too. I'd be so excited for him to get to cosplay, um, and just because like it's something I get to share with him if he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get that. Uh, I, I'm excited to show her. Like, she sees all the stuff mounted on the walls, and it's like, okay, well, no, you can't touch this one. This one's a little fragile. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had her <laughs> hold uh, other props before, like, when she's just a potato, like, holding holding Chainsaw Man or something like that. It's just like, oh, you're going to be so adorable. You're going to be daddy's little cosplay prop. <laughs> Aww. Have you, have you tried doing the um oh now I have to ask have you tried doing the um Hughes Hughes cosplay oh I've everything I've thought of it but no I haven't <laughs> that would be sad that would just make uh, me sad now yeah <laughs> uh, now I know <laughs> like no I don't I don't want to die <laughs> I want to see her grow up uh tears. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for that. I, when she was born, uh, I ran out of time, but I had started working on a, a Grogu uh, pram that was 3D printed, and I wanted to do a little photo shoot with it uh, because her our whole um, baby shower was Grogu Mandalorian themed. It's like, okay, well now I gotta get a Mandalorian costume, and uh, kind of saw the scope of it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I can't, especially with the lack of time. Uh, I would want it to be, like, well done. Like, I'd put the work into it and source uh, a few of the parts correctly. Or, sorry, not correctly, but from uh, people who do, like, uh, Star Wars, like, undersuits and that, with that are essentially approved by the 501st. So 501st is another thing that I do, the uh, Star Wars costuming group. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool yeah uh, when I was talking about kind of bringing the cosplay workload down um, I had decided that I wanted to do a, a short trooper from Rogue One um, a buddy of mine had started the project kind of on his own and got me excited to do it it's like yeah like this to me this feels like the next step of my cosplay like did did the costumes uh, did some guest spots. I was a, a cosplay coordinator for a, a larger convention in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so it felt like the the right thing to do so i kind of do that as well i do that as well i troop in the uh uh in my short trooper with the 501st uh <clears throat> We do conventions, and I'm hoping to do like more hospital visits sort of things. But there is an aspect of bringing uh, that Star Wars role play to the floor to uh, to the charities you're kind of assisting. Uh, I'm often just, I mean, I'm a shore trooper, so just like pretending like uh, people have droids or asking them if uh, they've seen any any rebels around. <laughs> Please right. report them to the local imperial office, sort of thing. But yeah. it's uh, it's really good. The tagline is uh, "Bad guys doing good." I have always wasn't there. Were were the five hundred first in the Mandalorian? Yeah, uh, there were members of the five hundred first uh, down in the states. Not sure where they shot it exactly. I believe mm -hmm. a call out was done to. Uh, members there. I don't know how they selected them, but they had to be, uh, they had to be stormtroopers, and they had to be the era-specific stormtroopers. So, like, the base, your base stormtrooper is actually different from movie to movie, like mm -hmm. within the original trilogy. So, I think they had to fit the era. So, I think they might have been like Return of the Jedi era stormtroopers. But yeah, like a bunch of them volunteered for it um contributed their time to be like in those was it the the season finale of uh season one of the mandalorian and yeah they were involved with that which would have been super cool to have been a part of even mm -hmm. if like somehow figuring out how to get picked for that that is i i think that is incredibly cool i know i keep saying that it is my bad i i know i say cool 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 cool, cool too much but I, I really think that is genuinely awesome because that is a that is what people can do by just not only getting out there and doing it like we've been talking about, but mm -hmm. just being creative and, and being themselves. Yeah, being themselves and being the the stormtroopers, like being, being the stormtroopers, the, yeah. The character that you are. I really wish I could get uh, a Lord Vader costume going. Because the kids at the hospital would just lose it. That sounds pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. It would be so much fun. Sorry, you know, my I... throat's a little dry. <clears> throat> um, I want to know. I I actually haven't asked this yet. Have you? Are do you role play in anything else? Do you play tabletops at all? Do you? I. Do that? <laughs> I play plenty of tabletops. I don't uh, role play uh, in any MMOs. Um, mm -hmm. Not uh, no tabletops. Yes, so lots of tabletops. I guess over the years, uh, I'm currently uh, bunker mastering. So doing the bunkers and badasses Borderlands TTRPG. Ooh, good system. Love that system. Everyone it's... here knows I love that system. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Every time I hear it come, I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, obviously, being a Borderlands fan, it fits well with me. And uh, picked it up while I was doing a 5e group uh, as a player, and mm -hmm. decided that uh, my IRL group we do uh, basically like a monthly monthly game and we have been for about four or five years now mm -hmm. and just like a bunch of dads hanging out i call it the beer league uh <laughs> just hanging out catching up it's good times 
Um, but we rotate DMs every now and again. So usually it was like a different adventure or a different module. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had wanted to take it a bit further and actually learn how to uh, BM. Like I had DM'd uh, a 5e Horde of the Dragon Queen campaign for two years, uh, which went really well. Uh, I want to say pretty well for like my first full campaign. Um, I had done like a one shot before and <laughs> some other attempts way in the past, but uh, took a few years to get myself back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of now, I run uh, bunkers and badasses for that uh, IRL group, and actually this month and next month, uh, running a few games for the uh, bunkers and badass uh, home uh, homebrew community. Mm-hmm. And I know that you like to listen to. Um actual plays and stuff like that so i i knew that you're a role player i just for some odd reason just completely forgot that you and i met through uh the roleplay rejects discord the server. rejects yes yeah. absolutely i love the interviews that you did with them they're such a cool group like i i've told them before it's like you guys just you feel like homies i like, know i feel i, know. I tell them <laughs> so much I feel welcome at this table like even though like it'll probably never happen like i will like It'd be great to meet all of them. It'd be great to play a game with them. But, you know, being realistic, I will never meet them. And it's just like, I feel like I'm in the basement with them. I'm hanging out. I'm listen, listening to, to Wesley go on about something hilarious. Right. It, does, it feels good. I keep telling them, this is why they need to keep going. I'm going to take out this sound clip and send it to them later. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're great. Good. I love the format, and it definitely got me interested in other TTRPGs as well, as well as other podcasts. Like, I found your podcast through them. Hey, thank you. Yeah, and it's great. I just love the the conversations. It just like, just like you're you're talking with a buddy. Like you're passion, really passionate about this thing, <laughs> I and am, I want you to tell me this. everything about it. <laughs> yeah, I I know I can be a little off the rails, but that really makes me no aw, no. Thank I, you. I, I I love that passion. I just uh, it's so so interesting to hear all these other aspects. Like I've known about like role play and MMOs. MMOs don't really do it for me, but it's very interesting to hear like those experience that you and your uh interviewees have had with it mm-hmm. so like okay so this is a cool example of of just that and i was just talking to someone earlier today about all the different things like roleplay wise that we should honestly have a conversation about and just like talk about sure. and one of the things that uh we were because i was we were talking about how you can show love for your character in other ways than just roleplaying them you can um there are these people who made a uh sport like a role-playing sport in uh <laughs> world warcraft uh for okay. the Drenai specifically and they 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 use the physical features of the Drenai's to be like okay what kind of sport would they be playing and that's how they built the sport well blizzard put <laughs> it in officially in one of the expansions and i just think that shit is the <laughs> coolest thing ever that is yeah, that's that's amazing. It's like okay, like let's figure this out. What kind of sport it would be? Let's do it, and like to to be picked up and have that sort of seal of approval, even though you don't need it. It's like we're having fun with this. You guys don't have to come in and uh, you know put the stamp on it. But yeah, that's yeah, oh, that's amazing. 
I know, right? But anyways, so you were you were saying earlier that there's other systems that you found. What what other systems are you looking at playing right now? Uh, so Monster of the Week is a big one. Oh, uh, there's some good ones out there, and also, hey, some... uh, this is my chance to uh let you know about two dollar creature feature. Okay, a nameless monster. They're both uh Monster of the Week podcasts. I will definitely look those up. I've uh, had I've had them up on my uh I have I've had them up on my uh podcast at this point. That's awesome. I will definitely look at the uh, listen to them. Wow, yeah, there's so many good ones. Uh, I've also been going through the RPG Goblin, and they've just been going through like so many different uh, other game systems that have been great. Um, Force and Destiny that uh, Roleplay Rejects did. Mm-hmm. That it sounds fantastic. Like that's one of the first attempts I tried at GMing. Wasn't the uh, the Force and Destiny set from Fantasy Flight, but uh, the previous set, I don't know, it's like the Saga Legacy or something I think, like that? I think so. It's the <laughs> one that looks a lot like 3.5. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was like Star Wars 3.5. Uh, first attempt at uh, GMing, and it was a lot of fun. So I would love to get my old group back together for that to, to have another romp through the Star Wars universe. You know what's, you know what's wild? That was my first attempt at GMing, too. Yeah. Yeah, for real. That that very uh, same that very same system, and I remember I was bad at it. Oh boy, was I bad at it! Oh man, was uh, I bad at it! Oh, um, it's it's so hard when you're just you're learning it yourself, and listen, <laughs> reading the book, and yeah, <laughs> the the me now has is ever grateful to the me then who didn't know shit. So now I know everything now. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, I can definitely... So many... Oh, oh man. So many cringe moments. And it's oh. like, I am better than this. Uh, I did the I did the undefeatable boss in my first session. <laughs> and, I, and, like, one of the guys... One of my... uh The guy who GM'd for me, uh, yeah. the same game for me, he took his... I remember this. He, he took his hands and he threw them in the air and he goes, All right, just... Let me know when this is done. And I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, how does this end? Oh, oh, oh. wait. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I had the, I mean, I still have a bad habit of, like, revealing some of the twists that may not have happened in the session. Mm-hmm. But I had, uh, what were we trying to do? It, I had them escaping from a bar on Tatooine and had them run through an alley uh, and I specifically pointed out like a droid in disrepair and they kind of ignored it and went off and we finished the session and I had kind of scolded them about missing it. It's like, no, like you could have repaired this droid. He could have helped you on the shifts. Like, why did you ignore my droid? <laughs> oh no. I also, so, and this is again, how bad of a GM I was my first game. <laughs> I remember very adamantly getting into an argument over one of the fucking mechanics with another <laughs> player, and it was a stupid argument, and now adult me would be like, yeah, I don't care. Just just do it. Just yeah, roll. it's if absolutely you're high enough, fine. Yes. If you're low, no. Yeah, I'm kind of the 
I mean, if it seems ridiculous, like my days now, uh, GMing, like if it seems ridiculous enough, then it's like, okay, like maybe we need to take a look at this. Like, just go through the math for me. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. But things like um, people generate, like generating characters for the campaign. I'm like, yeah, you guys know the rules. If, if anything comes up, I'll let you know. Like, do your characters how you want. If you need any help, I trust you that. You know, we're all in this to have fun. And if you start fucking around and trying to find exploits, we'll figure this out real quick. Um, I have a, a friend, uh, well, a, acquaintance these days. We don't play too much together. Um, but he was basically the king at finding these small exploits just in the text. Like, mm -hmm. they were rules as written, but, like, literally written the way it was i can't remember uh one of the games we were doing for 40 and it was something like one of his abilities gave him uh it was a paladin shout i think it gave him like an automatic critical on the next hit uh but that's that's how it was supposed to work uh but it was uh, how he read it was that it was um it would basically make like a, a low level enemy's head explode. He just like he would shout and like four enemies in the room would just poof like that. And like at the time we had no idea. So I was like, okay, this seems a little broken. Um so yeah, it they they've tried to find some exploits before and it's like, okay, you, you can't really do that. But to to a point, like he you got to roll with what the the players are doing like if the ability specifically says something and it's like okay well no like it doesn't give you like eight critical hits on this guy like that's a bit much like i'll let you do something cool with it to what what's raw about it and we'll go from there but like no like eight criticals is too much see when i was when when I first started playing these games, because I, I do remember that this is one of my earliest games playing the Star Wars sagas, mm. I was just happy that the GM let me be a uh, Trandoshan Jedi, <laughs> and also I could set my hands on fire. And I didn't use my lightsaber, <laughs> I punched people. <laughs> and so, you know, ever since that character, I've been riding that high. And that's, <laughs> that's how I've been playing games. I'm I I and and ever since then I have done nothing but play uh, lizard characters if given the chance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always have those those comfy characters, those comfy classes. Uh, I'm guilty of tiefling warlocks. <laughs> oh no! My hundred percent eldritch glasses. <laughs> my Star Wars character turned me into a scaly. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I always get the like quite literally my favorite character in Elder Scrolls is an Argodian. Yeah. Um if they could let if they if they let me play a Trandoshan in the Star Wars game, I'd fucking do that. And the, the MMO? And, <laughs> yeah, in the MMO, I'm sorry. Um okay. I, I'm sorry, I forget that people don't know the things I know in my head sometimes. <laughs> um It's all good. And and in Final Fantasy um, my favorite character is one of the lizard people. So, you know, oh, lizards yes. all around. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, I don't, know, uh, I don't know why I went on rant about lizards. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I'm a sucker for rogues as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been definitely I, I shying. Like a- yeah, shying away from it these days. But if I do play one, it's a bit uh, uh, less of an edge lord than I had in the past. I, I don't know Dark why, but brooding. I'm 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 obsessed with the magical thief do you know what i mean yeah i don't know why but i i'm obsessed with that archetype and i and i for my life i cannot understand why arcane trickster uh five i've attempted to do uh one character as that but we ended up playing i wanted to do something more utility more varied in uh like the role play and like actual encounters um, but we ended up doing just strictly, it was, uh, uh, Tower of the Red Mage as basically whatever, like a hundred floors of just straight encounters and combat and nothing else. So, oh. uh, we, we ended up dying, uh, when, uh, the GM took his, his leave for that period, but it's like, it, I didn't get to fully explore that and wish I could. There's so many opportunities for roleplay with those arcane abilities, the arcane tricksters abilities. Can I, quick question. Sure. Uh, speaking of weird archetypes, are there Warforged in 5e? There is. Are there Druids in 5e? There are. Would you let me play a Warforged Druid? Yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> Can I make the Transformers noise? Whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you inspiration if you say roll out at least once a session. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, if you, hey, listen, if you ever need someone to come into your game for a session, let me know and I'll bring it. Let me know it. Will do. I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> uh, that's that's another one of those weird ass archetypes. I don't know why yeah. it makes no sense, but I I love it. No, I'd probably like if you came to me with the idea, like, okay, uh, do you want to be like a wood warforged, or you want to go with the standard iron or whatever? It had to be iron. Yeah, that's true. Oh. That- Oh my god, I can't believe I just got it now. <laughs> the druid and the shape-shifting. It didn't... Oh my god, it didn't click. It didn't click. It's like, yeah, if you want to have nature powers and be a warforged, I don't see the problem with that. That's why I suggested the wood. You could be more with nature. Like, oh god, it's a shape-shifting. I totally forgot about it. Transformers, <laughs> baby. All, all yeah. the way through. Does I not... Know. It, it I, does not change my answer to you joining the game that way. Absolutely not. I'm more hey, intrigued now. <laughs> that's that's the that is the only way. If anyone offers me to play a five E game, that's what I'm gonna play. And well, if they allow it, because it is a sort of a silly premise. But I, I mean, hell, the fun <laughs> the fun thing about being a GM is being able to work around that. Oh, absolutely. Like I love when my players come to me with ridiculous ideas. Uh, we have one player in my Bunkers and Badasses game that he started off, his backstory is that he started off as like a vending NPC uh, that gained sentience uh, and is basically like going around kind of like uh, <laughs> try, trying to resolve his issues from being 
treated at poorly as like a vending npc i love that so much that is such a clever way of doing it yeah uh it's it's great like i i encourage them all all my players to to come to me with with wacky ideas like yeah you want to make a um uh, a small black-haired dwarf whose name is loosely based on Dave Grohl, and he's a bard. Okay, hell yeah, let's go. Oh man, I um, I I have up my shelf here again. People can put it on their bingo cards. I have it up here, <laughs> the Avatar game. Um, yes, I've heard you talk Legends. about it. Yeah, I oh god, someday I read the book. I do. And I'm just like <laughs> running my hands. Do you know that Wolverine meme where he's laying on the bed? He has his yeah, hands on the picture frame. The picture. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel of of that game. Like every night, I just lay down and put my hands on the front of it. Go someday. <laughs> well, if you need a player for that, uh, oh, I could yeah. probably work in an an airbender somewhere. Hell <laughs> yeah! There we go. With our powers combined, we'll get to play the game someday. That's right. We just got to get a few more players. We're we're on to something here. Well, so we're we're coming up on the hour. That's I have to say it at the end of every one, and yeah, I hate no. that we can't. <laughs> hours are hard, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, um, I I can imagine trying to get everything that you want to ask, and then more questions pop up as you go. Oh man, it's 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 a it's tough. But if I don't do it, I'll sit here and talk for like three hours, and <laughs> not all of it's going to be great. Ah. It's fine. It's it's conversation. It's not all supposed to be great. Well, do you have any? I wanna normally I ask people if they have any advice role playing, but really I I want to know. Do you have any advice to anyone who's like to to people who are interested in getting in cosplaying that you that you feel that they should know? It's uh, I I want to say it's it's kind of the same with getting into role play, getting into TTRPGs. Just kind of to do it. To there these days there's so many resources online youtube is fantastic for work in progress uh, tutorials how to do how to do the things uh there's full videos full series on how to build like iron man through 3d printing uh like there are resources at your fingertips pick the thing that you love pick the thing you want to be and there is likely someone out there who has worked on it or similar, and you could get advice from that. A lot of them are really excited to to talk about it as well. It's like, hey, I saw you use this technique. I saw you did this character. How did you look at this? How did like this is very interesting. Uh, I want to know how how to wear a workable chainsaw on my head because there are people who have done that too. They've made like small thin chainsaw blades like for chainsaw man and the chains actually move like whoa it just blows my mind it's what? insane that's cool if i ever upgrade my my chainsaw man it's going to have working blades for sure oh uh, god cosplaying so it's so cool. nuts but yeah uh it, it might be hard uh there's definitely a lot of good cosplays in there it's 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 taking it to heart like you you do the best for you and it it'll be it, it might be tricky off the start but if you love it if you love the character you'll make it through and it'll show it'll definitely show i love 
everyone that comes up to me that uh, has spoken to me when I was doing guest uh, guest spots, and even when I wasn't when I was in cosplay, like their costumes, you you just see the love in it, and it's just fantastic. It's so heartening to see people excited about what it is about the character that they're wearing they want to tell you the stories they want to tell you how they made it and just it's just fantastic just <laughs> do it and you'll be am amazing trust me that was really good i appreciate you so much for going on <laughs> thank you i appreciate you so much for calling me this is uh this has been fantastic completely out of the blue and i really appreciate it one last thing where can everybody find you so I'm mostly active on Instagram, uh, voidshift underscore C. Uh, I also have a Facebook page, uh, voidshift creations. Uh, things have been a bit slow lately, but I try to post as much creative stuff there. Uh, otherwise, I'm either lurking on the Discord here, the core ro uh, role players, uh, as well as Roleplay Rejects and uh, the Borderlands uh, Homebrew Discord lurking about <laughs> thank you so much that's awesome all right oh, guys thanks for having uh, me i appreciate yeah. it yeah 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 and you know what that's it so thank you oh anytime <laughs> and that's all we got today i really appreciate you listening all the way through all the way here if you're still here cosplaying is a wonderful hobby and I really advise people to get into it if it's something that they seem to be interested in. Until next Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much again for listening. Please leave a comment, rate. That'd be really nice. I'd appreciate it. Thank you.